0: Hi everyone, this is RG. Welcome to the Cricket World Cup Daily Podcast. Well, we are um exactly one day away from the start of this mega tournament. Um there is a lot of excitement everywhere, as you can see in the news media, um, you know, on websites, you know, even the ads I'm seeing on YouTube are all about um the Cricket World Cup asking me to sign up for Willow TV or Sling or watch online, um, the excitement is really, really um, now peaking. Well, uh, in this episode, we will look at all of the 11 World Cup venues in uh, England and Wales where all of the matches will be held. And let's uh, learn something about each of these grounds and and, um, take away something in, in preparation for the big event. So let's get started. So, first up is the Aegis Bowl in Southampton. Aegis Bowl is the home of the Hampshire County Cricket Club, uh, which has uh, played there since 2001. Um, one of the interesting things is. Um, the, the ground is named as Rose Bowl for two reasons. One is um, the, the Hampshire club's uh, logo has the Rose and Crown logo. And also the ground is shaped as a sort of like a bowl. And therefore, that's been uh, the name for the, the name of the stadium was announced as Rose Bowl in the year 2000. Um, the Aegis Bowl or the Rose Bowl also holds one of the largest fireworks uh, on display in the southern coast of um, of England. Um, there are two stands there named after two famous uh, captains, uh, one of them Colin Mackenzie and the other one of the famous spinners Shane Wan which is shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. Um, Shane Wan in fact was one of the Um, popular captains of Hampshire. He's had a lot of uh, interesting and very um, prominent contributions for Hampshire, which is why there's also a stand named after him. Um, More recently, Aaron Finch from Australia, he set a new record in T20 when he scored 156 runs of 63 balls um, for Australia against England. Um, and I guess that's um, all about ages both.. Next up is the Bristol County Ground. it's also known as uh, Neville Road. Um, it's the, the home of the Gloucestershire County Cricket Club. Um, This ground is famous for uh, a few innings. Uh, One, if you remember in 1999, Sachin Tendulkar, who had just returned um, from India following the unfortunate demise of his father. He came back and he scored 140 against Kenya. It was the same game where Raoul Dravid also scored 109. Uh, Again, great, great performances there by Sachin under such adversity. Sachin is the only player uh, to have scored two hundreds at this ground. Uh, and also Rohit uh, Sharma recently scored at T20 hundred here. Next, we have Taunton. Taunton... Um, first international cricket that was played here uh, was in was in fact in the 1983 World Cup between England and Sri Lanka Um, they also hosted matches in the 1999 World Cup the most famous of these games you probably remember was uh, India versus Sri Lanka in 1999 where Saurav Ganguly scored 183 uh, and Dravid scored 145 Um, it was a very um, very interesting game Um, The members area um, has um, some pavilions that are named after former players, like Sir Ian Botham and Marcus Triskodic. Uh, This ground is also the home of the Somerset uh, County uh, Cricket Club. Uh, I guess, um, yeah, that's about Taunton Ooh, next is Edgbaston. Edgbaston is one of the most popular venues um, in the cricket world, and it's got a number of different historical facts around it. Um, If you remember way back in the day, 1994, when Brian Lara scored 501 not out. Just can you imagine that? Just one person scoring 501 not out. Um... For Warwickshire against Durham, that actually happened at this ground. Um, I remember when I first saw the news, I was like, I was completely shocked. I've heard of people scoring century um, or double century, but to and even rarely 300 or triple century, but to score 400 and then 501. By one person is just amazing, and Brian Lara, if you don't know, uh, also held the record for the most uh, number of runs in a formal test match, which was 375, which was overtaken by uh, another person, um, I can't remember his name, but he's from Australia. I can't remember his name. I might remember again. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, Brian Lara initially held the record for um, the most number of runs in a test match innings 375. And um, he actually overtook that record again when he scored 400 not out all by himself against England. Man, Brian Lara, he's just amazing. Anyway, back to the Jumaston. So, uh, 1994 was. Um, was Brian Lara scoring final one. In 1999, um, Australia tied with South Africa in that famous, famous cricket semi-final, which is truly one of the best games, or in fact, the best cricket one-day international match ever. Um, it was such an amazing game. It went right down to the wire, and it was finally a tie. And eventually... Uh, in spite of the heroics by Lance Klusner and um, you know trying to save the game towards the end, it it was, a, it was a tie. and Australia eventually made it to the finals because they'd won the previous game uh, against South Africa. So really a fantastic game. In 2005, uh, as part of the famous 2005 Ashes series, Uh, Australia lost to England by just two runs. This was, in fact, the closest Ashes match ever. Um, So, again, very, very interesting facts uh, right from Edgbaston. They all happened at at this ground. I also learned that um, this ground has a stand named after Eric Hollies. Uh, it's called the Eric Hollies Stand. And if you if you don't know who Eric Hollies is, um, he actually, uh, he's remembered today for being the person who uh, took the wicket of Donald Bradman in Bradman's final test for a duck. So Bradman was out, Bradman needed just four runs um, to get a test average of 100, but Eric Hollies just caught him bold, uh, you know, and he was out for a duck, and as a result, it left with Bradman's average uh, to be just 99.96. Wow, that, that is what is life. It's just, you know, you get so close, you just, you just miss, and I think the beauty of Bradman's greatness is, you know, the average is not 100, but it's 99.96. I mean, it's just amazing. Well, that was about H. Baston. Let's look at Headingley. Headingley is hosted test cricket, um, you know, from as back, way back as from 1899. It has capacity of over 18,000 people. Uh, some interesting facts here. Um, Donald Bradman's highest test score of 334 uh, was at this ground. Um, and in fact, years later, uh, in somewhere, I guess, in 98, when Mark Taylor uh was overnight uh, not out at, on 3.34. He actually came back the next day to resume his innings and basically declared his uh, team's innings when he was just on 3.34. And he did that out of respect for Donald uh, Bradman because Bradman was still alive. Uh, there's also an interesting piece of history for the Headingley ground, which is um, during the 1975 um Ashes series um, it was discovered that some people were campaigning for the release of um, George Davis and they actually dug holes in the pitch and poured oil over one end of the wicket. Um, so this this sort of like controversy led uh, to the match being abandoned and therefore England was denied the chance to win back the Ashes. So just some interesting um, fact I found online that uh, I thought would be would be useful to share. One more recent memory is again from the 1999 World Cup. Um now you probably recall from um, what we learned about it where South Africa lost uh, sorry tied with Australia leading Australia to go through in that famous semi-final. But the reason Australia went through to the finals was because previously in the in the in the league stage or in the Super 6 stage um, they actually defeated South Africa. And that match in which they defeated South Africa was at this ground. Uh, if you remember, there Steve Waugh scored a brilliant century, and when he was dropped initially by Herschel Gibbs, um, Gibbs actually dropped the ball as he was attempting to throw the ball in celebration. Uh, and there is this famous, um, you know, fact about uh, not not exactly a fact, but people say that's what actually happened uh, about Herschel Gibbs. Um, <clears throat> dropping the ball and then Steve was famously saying uh, you know you you just uh, you just dropped the world cup mate uh, so that is uh, very interesting next up of course the most famous cricket ground in the world lords Lord's, or it's also known as Lord's Cricket Ground, um, is a famous cricket venue. Um, it's, it's in London in, in an area called St. John's Wood. Uh, it's named after Thomas Lord, who was um, the founder of the Lord's Cricket Ground. And it is owned by MCC, or the Marylebone Cricket Club. It is the home ground of the Middlesex uh, County Cricket Club. <clears throat> it is also... Uh, It also has the offices of the ECB, or the England and Wales Cricket Board, uh, which is organising the 2019 World Cup, along with the ICC. Um, It also has the headquarters of the European Cricket Council. And until 2005, the ICC, or the International Cricket Council, also had its headquarters here. Now, Lords, I think everyone's, uh, everybody's, cricket fans especially are, you know, fully aware of Lord's being the home of cricket. Um, It's gone through a number of renovations recently. It now has an excellent media center. Um, The the beautiful uh, spaceship-sized thing that you probably have seen on TV, that's the media center. It is also home of the MCC Museum, which is something I'm really, really, really looking forward to visit sometime uh, in the future, uh, it's the oldest sports museum in the world, and it contains some amazing um, uh, artifacts and memorabilia, including of uh, the famous ashes urn so in eighteen eighty two when England lost a Test match in Australia, the English press were so furious that they said um, that England cricket has been reduced to ashes, and there the the legend is that someone. Took the the bales from that test match and they they burned it and the ashes of that are kept in an urn and that urn is here in Lords and every four years when England and Australia play the test match series they fight it out for the ashes urn and that's why the name of the series is called the Ashes. Um, it also I also learned uh, online that um, a fact from um, Uh, fact online that uh, Lord's also has a battered copy of the Wisden, which was um, used by E.W. Swanton during his captivity um, in a Japanese prisoner of war camp during World War II. So again, a lot of history here. Over 100 test matches have been played at Lord's right from 1884. Um, and lords is also the venue of the 2000 test match when um, in india played against england in 2011 next let's talk about old trafford old trafford um is also known as Emirates Old Trafford because uh, Emirates uh, Airlines sponsors um, the um, the ground. It's the home of the Manchester Cricket Club as well as uh, the Lancashire um, County Cricket Club and it's a pretty old ground. It opened first in 1857. Some interesting facts here. Um, during Second World War, Old Trafford played a key role. It was used as a transit camps for Um, soldiers returning from Dunkirk and was used as a supply depot. Uh, It was also hit by bombs in 1940 during the World War uh, II Um, and in spite of all of the sort of damage that was done, they still came back um, with, uh, they still came back again with with funds from people and they were able to uh, resurrect the ground and eventually have cricket as well over the coming years. Um, So again, a great it's it's really a great testament to the spirit of the people of england um to fight back in such a such a noble way i mean it is pretty tough but it's really appreciable interesting cricket facts in 1990 sachin tendulkar scored his uh, first ever test century he was just 17 um and was became the second youngest centurion uh, and since then, he's scored 50 more centuries, so he's had a very impressive career, as you all know. Um, couple of other very interesting facts I learned was that in 1956, uh, the first ever 10-wicket haul uh, was taken by Jim Laker um, at this ground. It was um, since, uh, it's, it's since been beaten only by one other person, which is uh, India's Anil Kumble against Pakistan. Um, and also, in the 1993 Ashes test at Old Trafford, do you remember the ball of the century? Well, that happened here, when Shane Warne bowled Mike Cadding in, in a ball that just turned from outside leg stump to the off stump, and it was such an amazing um, turn, an amazing ball, something that nobody in the cricket world had ever seen. So that's Old Trafford. Next up is the Durham um, Cricket Ground. It's also called the Riverside Ground. Uh, it's the home of uh, the Durham County Cricket Club. Uh, it's a pretty small ground. Uh, additional seating has been added recently. One interesting fact about um, the Durham Riverside Ground is the presence of the Lumley Castle, which is up to the northeast of the ground. Um, this castle is actually a hotel, but it has built a notorious reputation for being spooky for tourists. And most famously in 2005, Shane Watson was known to have been scared about ghosts at the Lumley Castle. And um, uh, it was very much talked about in the press. Next up is uh, Sophia Gardens in Cardiff. Cardiff is in Wales, and Wales is one of the other countries, along with England, both part of the UK, um, that is supporting uh, the Cricket World Cup. Uh, it also played host to a match in 1999 uh, between Australia and New Zealand. Um, one interesting fact I found out online is one cricketer, Mike Powell, who played for Glamorgan. Uh, Glamorgan is um, uh, one of the counties in English cricket he had a wish to have one of his um, ribs which was removed during surgery be buried at this ground so well that's happened <laughs> anyway Mike Powell is still alive by the way he is um, a retired cricketer he just wanted to have this his one rib which was removed during surgery be buried here so very interesting fact <laughs> Next, we have Trent Bridge. Trent Bridge um, belongs to the Nottinghamshire uh, club. It is considered one of the best grounds in the world to watch cricket. Uh, it's been used for um, Test One Internationals uh, as well as county cricket. Um, it's a very famous ground. It's um, got a lot of history, and we've seen a number of Test matches uh, played at this um, at this place. And yeah, looking forward to more action from Trent Bridge. And finally and finally we have the Oval. The Oval is another cricket ground in London. It's also called as the Kia Oval, which is because it is sponsored by Kia. Um, it's in South London. It's been um, home for many famous um, test matches and generally the 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 last test match of the english season is is traditionally played here um it's also been heavily referenced in uh, world war first world war history uh it was used for um for supporting um the the army it was used as a prisoner of war camp intended to hold enemy parachutists um but They never actually came, so it was not actually used for this purpose, but it was planned for that. Um, Yeah, that's about uh, the Oval. Um, Looking forward to uh, more um, interesting facts. Um, One interesting fact here is the Oval also for the first time uh, a team forfeited a test match. This was when Pakistan was upset with the umpires. Um, who accused them of ball tampering and then Insama Mullah basically said that they will um, not play the rest of the test match Um, other interesting cricket facts uh, I'm just searching for anything interesting Um, well yeah I think um, I think this is oh there's one interesting thing here which is the oval ground has something called as the oval casometer which is um, and an old construction that began in the 1850s um, and it, w- it is still being preserved just for the lure of history and it's often cited as a landmark uh, example. So that is something which uh, uh, you, you can definitely check it out online or, or if you visit uh, London and go to the Oval Ground. It's called the Oval Castle Meter and it's, it's very famous. It's there in all of these Um, you know, when you you watch a test match in Oval, you'll always see this very loud and clear, and it's pretty famous there. So that's it, folks. These were, um, grounds that we wanted to talk about today. These are all going to be in action Uh, During the World Cup, we will hopefully see some great games uh, at these venues. That's it then. Tune in again. There are more episodes coming. And get ready for the World Cup, which is now just a few hours away. Take care, folks. See ya.